You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to go over last night's part one of the Bachelor in Paradise finale. Yet again, what's happening off screen and what's happening online is way more entertaining than what the hell is happening on our television screens. We had the Dance with the Stars finale last night. Don't want to call myself Nostradamus, but I believe I predicted this two and a half months ago. And I'm going to talk about some other things going on in pop culture and sports. And we will get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by First Leaf Wines. First Leaf makes it simple to discover new wines that you'll love. They learn your tastes and then deliver quality wines right to your door. Sign up today and you'll get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash realitysteve. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash realitysteve to get your first six bottles for thirty nine ninety five. This podcast also brought to you by StoryWorth. Guys, this makes a great holiday gift. StoryWorth compiles your loved ones' stories, memories, and even any photos into an exquisite hardcover book, creating a valued keepsake. Help your family share their story this holiday season with StoryWorth. Go to storyworth.com slash Steve today and save $10 on your first purchase. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash Steve to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash Steve. All right, let's get started with Bachelor in Paradise last night. Quite a few things. There's a few things in the show I wanted to uh, address. The first thing was interesting, at least something that I find interesting and has more to do with the filming of everything, was that the show started out with a 10-minute recap of how we got to this point. Wells at the bar telling everybody, hey, let's show us how, show you all how we got to this point. It's like, okay. Now, either somebody told me in an email last week or maybe Wells even addressed it on his podcast or a podcast that he went on. Either way, if somebody told me, then I'm revealing this um, without, it's, it's nothing major. But basically, either somebody told me this and I'm now relaying it to you or he said it on a podcast. Last week or maybe two weeks ago, Wells said he was headed to the mansion to do some pickups, which is filming stuff after this whole season has ended. Well, if you looked really closely last night, that opening scene of him standing at the bar saying, you're going to see some drama, you're going to see some breakups, that's clearly was filmed after the season. And that was probably what he was referring to when he either told somebody who told me or he said it on a podcast that he was going to the mansion to film because they recreated that bar that was not in Mexico. If you even looked really close, which I did, his hair was a lot longer in the video last night in the first opening segment than it was when he was down on the beach. And obviously we know what your hair was back then, which was in June and your hair is now. So clearly it was shot well after the fact and it was shot a couple weeks ago. So I found that interesting. It's not a major thing. This happens all the time where stuff is filmed after the season has ended to fill in blanks. It's done a lot with ITMs and contestants, but Wells trying to play off like he was down in Mexico. He wasn't. That was filmed at the mansion a couple weeks ago. The other thing that, um, again, um, 
I've mentioned it like a, a couple t- times. I've told you I've gotten a picture of um, Greg walking Victoria's dog, and I got a picture of them at a steakhouse this past weekend in Nashville. I'm just like, look, I'm not going to post this. There's no point. And then the other thing is, you know, not only do I not need to post it, I mean, all you got to do is follow Victoria on her Instagram. She's doing everything but showing Greg's face. Everything she posts, Greg is in. But she purposely, like, leaves half of his hand in the picture or she's at dinner and clearly she's sitting across the table from somebody. Like, after tomorrow or after tonight, I I guarantee once the show ends tonight, so it ends at 9 9 p.m. Central Time, I guarantee at 9.01 Central Time, Victoria is going to be posting pictures of her and Greg. Like, she can't wait to tell everybody and she's wanted to tell everybody for the last month. And that's why I think the whole thing is just cold because she is like doing everything she can up to this point to let everybody know she's with Greg and she posts all the time on her Instagram. It's clear that she's with him. She's not hiding it at all. She's not trying to do some sort of soft launch. It's been a hard launch. The second they got on a plane and went to fucking Italy, like there's no, there's no hiding here. There's no way. There's nobody uncovering anything. They've literally been dating for over a month. And they've spent all their time together since they got back from Italy. And all she does is post with him, just doesn't include his face or, you know, part of his, like half of his body or anything. It's always his hand or his leg or whatever. Like, she is not going to waste any time tonight. She's going to be so excited that she's finally able to post her man. And I think that's just, I think it's just wrong. Look, I we get that you're dating him. We get that you're happy now, but... We heard you back in June and on last night's episode. Why does this keep popping up when I record? We heard you in last night's episode talking about, oh, my God, I can't see my life without Johnny. And it's like, okay. And then five months later, she's with Greg. Like, it's just it's just in one ear, out in the other, anything she says in regards to men. You know, why would I believe anything she says about Greg when I just listened to her for numerous episodes say how much Johnny meant to her and how much she could not see her life without him? Okay. You know, I, like I said, it's just, it's cold. She didn't need to do it. My whole point was she can go on and date somebody else. She was a single woman. Greg was a single man. They have every right to date each other. Now we'll see on the episode tonight. Clearly they were talking. And if you want to believe that there was nothing that ever crossed the line while she was with Johnny, well, I've got some land to sell you. But regardless of that, she started going to Italy with Greg once she was a single woman. That's fine. But my point is she could have waited. She clearly has no respect for Johnny as an ex-fiance of hers. And she wanted to rub it in. And she, cause this is her brand. This is what she does. It has to be messy when it's regarding Victoria Fuller. And that's all, you know, she could, she could have been handled way more maturely than it was. And it wasn't. And this is what we come to expect from her. So that's where we're at with that. Um, so last night, Kate took to Twitter and decided to post something. And in regards to how everything went down and shook down with her. And she wrote, I've sat back and been silent and laughed and cried and cringed with the rest of y'all this season, but I can't stay silent on this. There were so many pivotal moments that weren't included that ultimately led, even though she wrote lead, ultimately lead me to make that decision. But I guess that's showbiz, baby. So she says she can't stay silent on this, but then she gives no examples of what it was. Just says so many pivotal moments. Again, it's not a huge deal. 
You know, I don't think she was going to make it with Logan anyway in the real world, but the things that she said, I would like, you know, some sort of explanation for. (laughs) I think people want to know, like, why did you be, why were all your comments about Logan so superficial? And why was it about a gym membership and what he drove and the money that you claim he didn't have? Why did it have to be about that? I think that's all people want to know is like she came across very shallow on the show, period. We all saw it. We heard the comments. So if the comments were taken out of context or the comments weren't about Logan and a future relationship with him, then you need to be more clear about that. But to just say, oh, my God, there were so many pivotal moments that weren't included that ultimately led me to make that decision. Okay, then maybe include those pivotal moments or at least give us a hint. But just to say, oh, there's so many. It's like, look, I think that there were. I don't think many people are really caring what your reasons were for dumping Logan. We want to know is why so superficial about it, which is what we were shown. And it's like, okay, there's other reasons. Great. Then give us some examples or something. But she didn't. And that's the end of that. So it's like, we're not going to, we're not going to get much coming from uh, Kate out of that. As for Aaron and Genevieve, uh, Genevieve, very, very, wordy on Twitter last night, really going after Aaron, which he deserved. She posted, my biggest question is why would you a stop me from leaving twice and B give me a rose the night. If it was the night before, if this was your plan, completely valid points. We all know why Aaron never went down there to have a girlfriend, leave with a girlfriend, have a fiance, leave with any sort of fiance. We all knew what he was doing pre bachelor in paradise and he was doing what he could. And he used Genevieve in the process to get roses sucks. And, but she actually spoke out in terms of what I reported last week, because underneath this, that was posted by bachelor at windmill Genevieve said, I wonder if his girl back home had anything to do with it. And then someone said, well, what are you talking about? And Jen Genevieve wrote, tea has already been spilled. Check out Reality Steve podcast and website, which I reposted again last night for anybody that hadn't seen. But yeah, I mean, look, Aaron hasn't tweeted since November 1st. It is now November 22nd. And he hasn't commented about any of this on social media, on Instagram, nor do I expect him to. What can you say? If it was something where I came out and reported, hey, I'm hearing this about Aaron, that he was talking to two women pre-show, I think he easily could have gone after me and been like, he doesn't know what he's talking about, where's the receipts. But when I literally had the conversation of the two women that were calling him an asshole and were calling him names and realizing they were both played by him pre-show, even though one of them is still with him, Amy, fake name, then what can he say at this point? He can't say anything. He was caught. And... I just find it hilarious that the guy has literally not said a word in three weeks. And he probably won't say anything tomorrow either. I, I don't know what he can say. Oh, it's not true. The girls made it. Uh, no. <laughs> so, I mean, look, it'd be great if he tried to discon- discredit those women because there's more. Um, And I'm sure they would come out, or at least one of them would, Beth would, because Amy's the one he's with. So, I doubt he'll say anything. This is probably going to die, but it is pretty telling that the guy has literally not said a word. And this story has been out there for over a week now. So, you know, 
That's what happens when you get caught. Elsewhere, we talked about it yesterday because it happened at the end of last week. Caitlin and Danielle Maltby on Caitlin's podcast were talking about Sierra and her tweets and her thoughts on Michael this season that as the show has been airing. And I said, look, it wasn't a good look by Caitlin and and Danielle at all. I thought it was a lot of mean girl stuff that they were saying on that podcast, discrediting Sierra, not even calling her by her name, saying what's her face. I mean, that was pretty shitty. And yesterday, Caitlin, I guess, took the weekend to get a lot of criticism, probably sent her way because I know a lot of people were saying that. And she wrote on Twitter, Sierra, I am deeply sorry. I have been reflecting for a few days and I see where I went wrong. I sent you a DM a couple days ago and one now on Instagram would love to apologize offline and to you personally. Interesting way to go about it. I would love to apologize to you offline, but she's doing it online. I don't know. My thing is Caitlin should have her on the podcast. I don't know if Sierra wants to do it. If Sierra's over it, she said her piece. And she's just like, look, I'm, I'm over and done with this. I'm in a relationship. I don't want to rehash this because you know if Sierra talks about this, there is still going to be a faction of the audience out there that tells her to shut up and get over it. And why are we still talking about this? Even though it's literally something that Caitlin and Danielle talked about, and that's why Sierra responded. So she should be allowed to come on the podcast, and she should be. But I think Sierra probably knows, God, if I go on Caitlin's podcast, I'm just going to get more shit from these people that think I shouldn't have any feelings towards this and should tell me to get over it. So I get where she's coming from. Maybe she'll do Caitlin's podcast. Maybe not, but she's valid in what she thought about Michael. And those are her feelings. And she says she has receipts. I still wish she would share those receipts, but I doubt, I doubt it's going to happen now because like a lot of things on this show, it's probably going to die after the finale tonight and we're just going to move on. But Sierra had every right to express her frustrations with Michael and the way he handled their breakup. And Caitlin and Danielle went a little mean girl on her on Caitlin's podcast last week. That doesn't mean that you need to, you know, call them names and tell them to and send them death threats and be all mean to them. But we're allowed to criticize something. And I felt that was criticism worthy is that they were being they didn't treat it very well. And they basically discredited Sierra's feelings. And now Caitlin realized what she did, apologized to her. Maybe she'll have her on the podcast, maybe not. But I think Sierra's stuck between a rock and a hard place because I think she knows if she goes on, the same people are going to tell her to shut up and stop talking about this and get over it. And it's just like, these people don't get it. It's like, you realize she was only talking about it now because Caitlin and Danielle talked about it on the podcast last week. So who knows if it's going to happen. Also, I mentioned um, yesterday Bachelor filming and just this idea, because I don't know if anybody really realizes this, because, you know, a lot of fun is made of people who make a career out of uh, Bachelor stuff. You know, I don't know if anybody knows this. I mean, the diehards who have followed me for a long time should know this, but I incorporated myself back in 2011. My website has been my full-time job since 2011. And then the podcast came around in 2016. That became a second income. But people always ask me. I remember when I went to my um, my 20-year high school reunion back in 20... Oh, gosh. Would have been 20... 
2013. And people were, people were saying to me, and I was, you know, two years into reality, Stevie and my full-time job. They were like, is this your real job? I'm like, yeah, this is what I do. So, but if you really break it down, and I think a lot of people don't really understand this, there's only eight weeks out of the calendar year, out of 52 weeks, there's really only about eight weeks where nothing is happening in Bachelor Nation. I'm talking about it's not airing anything and it's not filming anything. But 44 weeks out of the year, they're doing something. Let's take, for example, let's just say that it started on a month, on the first Monday in January, which it usually does. Jack's season isn't starting until the 23rd, but that's the first time in 15 years that they've waited that long to start the season. But basically, The Bachelor would air from January through mid-March. That week, Bachelorette starts filming from mid-March to mid, the first week of May. So you got already first Monday in January all the way through May 10th, anywhere from May 10th to May 15th, already something is either airing or filming in Bachelor Nation. Then, all depending on when they start airing The Bachelorette, usually it aired a couple weeks after it started, ended filming, end of May, beginning of June, last season with Gabby and Rachel, they didn't start it till July, but for the most part, they've always started it end of May, beginning of June. So let's just call it end of May. So there's two weeks in there from the time they end Bachelorette filming till the time it starts airing is usually about two weeks. Nothing going on. Bachelor in Paradise starts filming and basically films all of June. Bachelorette starts airing end of May, beginning of June. Goes till the end of July into August. And then right after that goes right into Bachelor in Paradise. And Bachelor in Paradise would usually go from August 1st to mid-September. And then right in mid-September, you start filming Bachelor. And Bachelor goes until the week before Thanksgiving, which just like Zach season just ended recently filming. And then the last six weeks of the calendar year is nothing. So the last six weeks of the calendar year, and then the two to three weeks in between bachelorette filming ending and bachelorette airing the only weeks out of the year where nothing's going on in this franchise. And I don't know if many people realize that, but that's why there's so much going on. And that's why this can be my full-time job and will be my full-time job. And I, you know what? I, I, I will admit this. I make good money doing what I do. I could make great money if I ran my stuff like Dumois. If I turned this into a gossip site and I gave you the stuff that I actually know to be true and stuff that I hear, even rumors that I hear and don't vet it and just throw it out there and just went absolutely scorched earth on these contestants on the stuff that I know, I'd make great money but I'm not going to compromise my morals and I'm not going to compromise these contestants because I know things that they don't know that I know about them. And I'm fine with doing the things the way that I have been doing for the last couple of years for a while there. I was never a rumor site um, where I would just throw everything out there, but yes, did I go after contestants and have exposés for sure? But I always tried to back that up with some information I'm talking about like straight ducks moy stuff where I just get sent any email and I'm like, look what I got. Look what they said about this person. Yeah, I'm never going to go that route. And honestly, if I did, like I said, I make good money on this site. I could make great money if I did that. I choose not to. I'm happy with where I'm at right now with everything. And I'm happy with the podcast, hopefully going to be expanding some things in the podcast world. So we'll, you know, we'll, I'll keep you updated on that if, if it happens.
Um, let's wrap this up. Dancing with the stars. Like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, like I said back in January, uh, not January, September when it started after you, all you had to do was watch the first episode to know that Wayne, Gabby and Charlie were going to be the final three of this season. And it was going to come down to probably Charlie winning. And that's exactly what happened. So congratulations to Charlie. Like I said, if you watch the first season of the D'Amelio show on Hulu, I think you'll appreciate her win a lot more last night because this is a girl who really struggled, a girl whose career was dance and who got so burnt out by it because of the hate online and what she was receiving that she really lost the love for dance. And you could tell she really picked it up this season. So all the credit in the world to her, major credit in the world to Gabby. She was awesome all season long. I just, you can't compete with a girl who's got 145 million Twitter followers. I mean, excuse me, uh, TikTok followers. She just has a larger, larger fan base. Who knows? They they can say all the time, oh, that was a close vote. They're never going to say, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Charlie got 80% of the vote. Like, even if it was a blowout, they're not going to say it was a blowout. So we don't know. But Charlie's got a much bigger fan base. You could add up all the contestants on Dancing with the Stars this year, and Charlie has a bigger fan base than them combined. It was just, it was never going to be close and my guess is it probably wasn't but they say that just to you know make you to build the suspense and keep you tuned in but congratulations to charlie a great season uh congratulations to gabby who's going to be going on the tour for dance with the stars which is pretty much what i expected um because they always have three or four from this season and gabby charlie uh some of the best ones out there makes sense that they would go on the tour so look forward to that uh for them and um yeah, let's just uh, let's wrap it up here. Got some stuff tomorrow. If you've got emails for the reader emails, it's going to be the final reader email of the calendar year. Probably it won't return till the week of Zach's premiere, so it'll return on January 25th. So get your re- reader emails in, Steve at realitysteve.com. We are going to have a podcast, obviously, Daily Roundup tomorrow. We're actually going to have a Daily Roundup on Thursday. I know everyone will be you know, home and with family and stuff like that. Probably won't even be 20 minutes long, but... I'll have some stuff to talk about on Thursday and whatnot. But other than that, we're going to keep this going. Like I said, the last six weeks of the calendar year, it's not going to be a lot of Bachelor-related stuff unless stuff is going on in social media world and stuff like that. It's just going to be a lot of you know, reality TV stuff, celebrity stuff, and I'll keep you updated on anything I hear. So thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it, and I will be back tomorrow. See you!